Welcome back to Choose Your Next Yes. I'm your host, Dr. Mel Vandevoort, and today I continue my great conversation with Giuseppe Grammatico. Today, we're going to dive into the importance of creating a safety net as you pivot in your career. We're also going to discuss financial preparedness, diversification, and the power of having a side business. You're going to be able to discover how to protect yourself from those unexpected career shifts. I know firsthand that those can happen. We really dig deep into all of the things that you can do to make sure that you are financially sound when you want to make that career pivot. So let's get started. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck and searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grownups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred, it's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. and pivot just a little bit and talk about creating that safety net. And when you are trying to pivot, whether it's moving into a franchise or any other options, what kind of information can you give us on that, on our financial end of things being financially protected, not necessarily set, but protected as we move into the second phase of our careers and make that pivot? You know, you always want to stay um prepare yourself for the worst. And we have health insurance, you know, we have a lot of insurance policies and things like that to really protect us. But when it comes to our jobs, you know, if you look at what a job is and not against having a job, but it's really a single income source, your um, promotions are dictated basically on, on what your manager's feedback is. We blindly invest in a, and I say in a 401k that is not managed by us. It's managed by someone else. And we're given a kind of a few options, four or five, maybe mutual funds to invest there. And that can all go and, and just disappear overnight, whether it be a layoff or, you know, we've seen just, especially in the technology space, quite a few layoffs. So how do we protect ourselves? Because we cannot control that. We don't control these billion dollar, uh, multi-billion dollar companies or hundred million dollar companies that we work for. So an idea that I had back when I was working on Wall Street was why don't how is there a way to create a safety net for your job so that you create diversification and a safety net so a side business again a franchise or non a side hustle or or, or even a, a side franchise can be that safety net you know you you get into uh, we work with a, a coatings business for example they restore vinyl siding and and roofing and and kitchen cabinets via a, a patented coating uh, that they install versus replacing the siding and and everything so mm-hmm. when we look at that business they have seven revenue streams so now 
when you have that side hustle, you have mm -hmm. your one income stream, your W-2 salary or income, and now you have a business with seven revenue streams. So if, if one is slow, you have six others that can make up for it. So now you have income coming in. It's not just income, it's diversification. There's tax benefits there, but it's also that safety net in the event of a layoff. You're like, okay, lost my job. Maybe I get a month severance. Maybe there's some unemployment, but that eventually runs out. So mm -hmm. now, but now I have this business, this business that's already producing X amount and earnings for the owner that you can transition to full-time. The beauty of that side business is that now it becomes a, a full-time business, right? You're putting all your effort in there and you can scale it much faster. But you know, the whole point there is is protecting yourself, diversifying, controlling what you can't control. And at the end of the day, you can't control everything. You can right. control your effort, but you can't control if the company uh, will lay you off. So by having this business or businesses on the side, it does protect you. And, and I, I essentially just call it the, the safety net of in the event you get laid off, you have something to to transition into. And being it's your business, you can pick the role. If you if you like sales, then you go into a sales role. If you want to work on the business, kind of taking that step back and reviewing KPIs, reviewing uh, policies, procedures, and the systems in place, that's your role. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's a, a great way, whether it's a franchise or not, to protect yourself for the next layoff. Yeah. And I have always had some kind of a side business, even when I worked my regular job, mostly for the tax benefits. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even care if I made money selling whatever. It was just more of, can I write my phone off? Can I use right. mileage? You know, all of those things that people don't think about to help you at the end of the year, when you get ready to close out your financial year, what did I do and what can I use to help get me in a better position come tax time. And so I've always had some kind of side business Thanks. that I run from my home and I'm full time now working from home. But even before when I was working at school, I still had some kind of side business. And I don't think people always think about the benefits of having a side business, even if it's not something that you're hundred percent invested in at that moment you are building it. And then when you are ready to pivot out of your full-time career that you've already right. had into something else, you've already built something. Plus you've had all of that tax benefit mm -hmm. already. It's really game changing when you look at some of the tax benefits and obviously speak with your accountant for all that appropriate oh, absolutely, tax advice. Absolutely. But one really cool thing um, that I learned about several years ago is that whatever the business is, if there's uh, vehicles like a, a van or a truck or equipment, whether it be for going back to the coatings business, their equipment to apply the coverings on the on the vinyl is that you can accelerate in many cases your your depreciation, not not on the whole business. So with the franchise, you can't accelerate the depreciation on the franchise fee, your your um, you know any other expenses. But as far as equipment and, and vehicles go, you can uh, depreciate it. So it, hypothetically, we're in September. If you open up this business today or by the end of the year, don't generate a single dollar in revenue. You can offset, believe it or not. Just say it was $100,000 in equipment and, and vehicles. You can offset your W-2 income and accelerate that depreciation year one. Again, go back to your accountant. I, I right. believe it's section uh, 179 on the IRS code, allowing you to take a major write-off. So when you're, when you're looking at your investment, now you're looking at what is my cash on cash return? Because more than likely, you're getting a loan. So you're putting maybe 20 to 30% down on an SBA. 
you're depreciating all your equipment and vehicles and getting a return immediately. So look at that cash on cash return and how you can leverage and maybe own a couple of different businesses because you don't have to come up with the money uh, day one. So some great strategies there. And, and people are like, wow, I, I just literally opened up and I can write off a hundred thousand as opposed yes. to having to amortize that over 10 or 15 years. I don't, I don't know the exact amount. And that's a huge tax advantage, uh, especially if you're a high income earner. Right. Exactly. And like you said, talk to your tax person about that. I just gather everything. I know the basics and I know what I need to give to my tax person and she does the rest and she knows exactly what I need to do on my depreciation and all of that. So like you said, it's very important that you talk to someone and get those ins and outs so you can be the most financially sound going forward. 100%. I know we've talked about a lot of things today. My audience is generally women who are ready to transition into a different career. Give us some words of wisdom that they can use going forward. They may either be married, they may not be married. So whatever the situation is, they are ready to make that pivot and they are ready to pursue that passion that they've always had now that they have this opportunity in their life. So give my ladies some words of wisdom. My uh, my words of wisdom are get educated, right? Do your homework. But I, I think when doing your homework, people get inundated with information with the internet. And um, it was like this 20 years ago when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And it's just, it's much worse now. There's just a lot of information. Yes. There's a, there's a book called uh, Who, Not How. I highly recommend it. It's a quick read. It's I think uh, you can find it right at your local library by Dan Sullivan. And I think when you're doing your research, it's good to talk with current business owners and ask them about their experience. Talk to people that have actually done it. And it's going to accelerate your learning and you're going to get some real life experience versus reading the million articles online. So talking to people like ourselves, people that have actually owned businesses uh, is going to be key. So I think instead of figuring out how am I going to start my business, Take a step back and figure out, okay, who do I know? Who's in my, you know, my circle that can truly help me out? Now, in anything we do, we want to reverse engineer the process. This is where you don't need the who because I'm, I'm helping you today. Figure out what life looks like. What is the ideal situation? This is for anyone, anyone listening. Mm-hmm. It's not about, I like this business. How am I going to make it work? I think that's a, a, a way to kind of settle for something that maybe isn't a good fit, just like I did when I was looking at restaurants and I didn't want a lot of employees, but I was willing to settle. I reversed it and someone showed this to me years ago. Figure out what the ideal situation looks like. Are you working part-time or full-time? Where are you located? Do you want a lot of employees? Do you want any employees? Uh, you know, It's not about, well, which is going to make me the most it's about sustainability. Wh- which are you going to enjoy? Which which is going to model that are you going to enjoy daily because you may have to work for the next 10 plus years or so. You want it to be almost like not work if, if at all possible, but put your ideal situation from employees. Are you working from home in your pajamas doing Zoom calls? Are you going into a, a brick and mortar location where your customers are coming to you? Really get clear. And once you get clear on the ideal situation in business of what it all looks like, I'm keeping my job and I'm running the business on the side. I hate my job. I want to go full steam ahead. That way you have you have a game plan. And then from there, you can work with someone like myself. Uh, they can work with you on, on, on figuring out what exactly that side business is and really kind of get granular, say, okay, 
it can't have any employees and I want to make sure that you know I have the flexibility when I go to Europe for two months because I want to go to Europe for two months in the summer, the business doesn't miss a beat and the franchisor allows it. Or if it's not a franchise, you want to make sure you have mm-hmm. systems in place. It's really getting clear and it's not about right or wrongs. Like when we talked about funding, mm-hmm. which is better. If tapping into your retirement account is going to keep you up at night, probably not the best option. Right. But if you're okay with it, then I say go for it. So same with the business. We don't need approval from other people. We really need to figure out what is going to work for me. I may have a sales skill set. You may have a management skill set. That's going to dictate two different types of businesses uh, based off of your skill sets and, and interests. And I think if we focus there, you know, what an average day looks like, uh, what's my skill set, and not only what my skill set is, I'm, it may be sales. But you prefer to to work on other items. You want to be clear there too, because you want to make sure your role aligns with what you're looking to do in the business. So I think a lot of it is is we we know it. It's just putting it down on paper, reading it every day, tweaking it if need be, and then using that as your guide, as your model. I help anyone that comes to me. We we create this model. It could be used for franchise. It could be used for non franchise side businesses and full time businesses. But getting clear and hitting these various characteristics will make life so much easier. It's going to be less overwhelming. And then instead of picking and looking at 100 companies to see which works, now you can look at, this is my ideal situation. Maybe I can look at only three franchises or three types of side hustles and really consolidate those efforts and double down on on businesses that that are a good match. So I try to empower and educate as much as possible. Mm -hmm. You don't need millions of dollars. You could be completely broke and starting over and doesn't make a difference. The information is there. So my, my job really is to help anyone, whether they're filed for bankruptcy. I just spoke with someone 17 years old, uh, going into college, wanted to prepare himself. I was so impressed and everyone in between. So there's no right time, meaning, the, or I should say, there's no perfect time. Right. But the time is now start the process. And in some cases, a business may not be a good fit. You may just need to tweak that the job and maybe it's a different job that you need to go into. Mm-hmm. But I encourage everyone, entrepreneurship has, has definitely changed my life. Um, what did I get out? Some people talk about money and homes and this. I've never met, I became a soccer coach with my the help of my support of my wife mm-hmm. uh, and never missed a soccer game or a Girl Scout meeting. Or, yes. Or that is my accomplishment. Someone else's ac- accomplishment is three Ferraris in the driveway. So be it. But I think if you look at what's important to you, for me, not missing a game, that to me is is success and everyone exactly. has a different uh, definition of success. Exactly. That's what I just started to say. What my su- definition of success is may not be someone else's. Correct. So um, being home, being able to work from home and having flexible time is what success looks like to me right now. So definitely, I I agree with that. And we call that backward planning. You called it reverse engineering. My people have heard me call it backward planning, but that's because I'm an educator and we were, (laughs) that's our terminology from the education world is backward planning, but it's all the same thing. And my, my audience knows that terminology either way. So definitely. And if you need help figuring out what your passion is and what your gifts and talents are, I can help you with that. And then once we figure that out, I can send you to Giuseppe and he can help you on the financial ends of things and get things going. This has been like, it has been an information packed episode, two episodes, because I am going to break it in half and make two episodes out of it. So everybody can have a little bit of processing time from one to the other. So thank you so much. Before we go, tell us how we can get in touch with you. 
Yeah, great. It was a pleasure being on the show. Yes, uh, keep it simple. Um, you, if you just go to my main website, it's GG, my initials, because uh, my name is hard to spell. Uh, the Franchise Guide, G-U-I-D-E. So GG, thefranchiseguide.com. You can download copy of the book, Franchise Freedom, um, which is a free download. If you prefer a, a workshop video style, we have a, a workshop talking about that transition from employee to employer. And we have about 160 episodes of the same same name, Franchise Freedom podcast. So however you like to absorb information, we talk about franchising. We talk in general about exit strategy to funding options. We just did a complete funding option and a complete legal review of a franchise agreement. Maybe not the most exciting stuff, but it's good to go through and, and get educated as to what to expect. But it's all free. Uh, if you're ready to have a chat or have any questions, my offer to everyone listening in is we do a 20-minute call where I just basically answer any questions you have on side businesses and predominantly going into franchising. And uh, if it's a great fit, we can help you. There's never a cost for for our services. Uh, we are paid directly from the franchise companies like a real estate agent or a recruiter. Uh, but we're here to help. And sometimes we figure out together a franchise may not be a, a good fit and maybe to look in a different direction or maybe the timing isn't right. So take me up on it. I guarantee I'll make you laugh and you'll learn one thing. And that's that's pretty much that. that those are the two things I can guarantee. <laughs> well, at least that's, that is something definitely. And of course I will have all of Giuseppe's information in the show notes. So you will not have any problem getting in touch with him. This has been a great show. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed both parts of my conversation with Giuseppe. I learned so much and I hope you did too. I hope you can take away some of the valuable information and really start thinking about whether franchising is right for you or whether having a side hustle of any kind is right for you and what the advantages of that could be. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you back here on Friday. Friday. 